Hello and welcome to uh, 250 fucking episodes of this yeah. shit. Yeah, um, it's our 250th episode spectacular. <laughs> yeah, very special. Yeah, Can't we took mean. we took we took weeks, nay months, to plan this very specific episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, this this is not the episode that it should have been, and um, we're sorry for that. It's in, okay when we realised that our plans way, had. We're sorry for it. Yeah, when we realised that our plans had been defeated by Switzerland, we uh, you know we cracked open the vault that we keep beneath Rob's castle, and we pulled out something very special for you all. No, yeah, no, no. The uh, vault, Switzerland. You, you stay out of my fucking wine supply. This is all Jamie's fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Switzerland doesn't want you to know about Linda LaPlante's killer net, and that's no, it why does we're not. not true. doing that. Yeah, oh. so you'll have to wait for the fifth, 500th episode now to find out about that. Probably. Oh, don't say that as for the expectation. Jesus. <laughs> Anyone who has an expectation that we're going to make it to 500 episodes really needs a fucking word with himself. <laughs> In 249 episodes, we are just going to go, oh shit, was that thing not online in Switzerland? And then we're just going to fucking yeah. do it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, yeah. we can watch the sequel to this film, that'll be fine. And see what it is, <laughs> no. when, I watched, when I watched the fucking closing seconds of this film, I was like, I, I said, I actually said out loud, they made fucking sequels to this, didn't they? <laughs> just, yes, they did. Yeah, <laughs> oh. I fucking knew it. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, and I'm glad magic. to say we'll be watching fucking none of them. Anyway, I'm David. My pronouns are he and him. I'm James. My pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie. My pronouns are he and him. I'm Rob. Mine are also he and him. And we watched the 2000 Rumble. film Dracula 2000, starring also, also none known other. as Wes Craven presents Dracula. <laughs> oh, what the fuck also, does Wes Craven oh, have to do with any of this? He was the producer, I guess. I don't know. Was he really? Yeah. Also known as, yeah, he was also also known as Dracula two thousand and one internationally. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> Imagine this film, but with a space odyssey in it. Yeah, I just fully hoping that folk are tricked into thinking it's a Kubrick joint. Yeah, is it? Is the sequel like a Dracula in the time tunnel, or is it like? <laughs> <laughs> Do not bleed on Europa. <laughs> I, uh, I'll confess, I'll confess right out of the gate, I had no idea that Jared Butler played Dracula in this until his name popped up in the credits, and I went, "Incorrect." What? Hang on. Gerard Butler does not play Dracula in this. Gerard Butler plays Gerard Butler playing sexy Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, yeah, very accurate. Mumblecore Kylo Ren was my was my uh, assessment. Like. That's not bad either. Mumble Ren. The only time, the only time Jerry Race War seems like he's having fun in this is when he's swirling his cape around. That's like the only moments where he looks like he's really having a good time. Frankly, to be fair, like, I mean, you know. Can you blame the guy? No, yeah, I mean, the I, I'm, I've given access I, I'm, to a cape. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest, there's, there's only two actors and it seems like they're having a blast the whole time. And I'm not going to spoil them, but they uh, they really stand out and it makes me yearn for the film that could have been, frankly. I mean, this but anyway, is, shall we? Uh, it is certainly a on. very, like, early aughts movie, this. Like, it is oh, certainly... It is. You know, oh, hell it's, yeah. It's incredibly 2000 is probably the best way of putting it. Like, yeah. Half of yeah. the film was very accurately titled. 
the, yes. sa- the, the soundtrack was was fucking like just uh, oh god Oof. yeah it was it was incredible the, yeah. the thing was you, you get to the end of the film and you go do you know what it is? I'm surprised. I'm surprised there wasn't any fucking Lincoln Park in that. And then like the the sort of orchestral score for the fir- that starts with the credits immediately fades into Lincoln Park, and you're just like, no, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Now the prophecy has come for. to pass. <laughs> <laughs> it was published. It's actually technically a Christmas film. It was published on December twenty second, oh, and. God. Uh, December 22nd of 2000, which I'm guessing is when they published it in America, and that's why they renamed it to 2001 Abroad, because, you know, that's so last year, baby. It is arguably a Christmas film. Is it? How is it? How... All right, enlighten me. Because it's specifically set... It is specifically Jesus set at uh, Mardi Gras, which, which, makes, it mix, which make, happens makes on it... Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. You hang the beads on a tree and it shows you its tits. It's that's a yeah. very long, you know, Christmas tradition. America is a made-up place, and anything we say about it is effectively fact. Yeah, that's true. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, so shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we dig into this? <sighs> yeah. Honestly, I think it's a better bit if we just say that's the episode and turn it off now. <laughs> a decision I should have made with the film. Yeah, it's a you know decision it is? I, you should have I, I made was... on, on episode one of this podcast, my friend. Yes, <laughs> I was, I was sitting, I was sitting watching this. I was sitting watching this with uh, my daughter-in-law because no one else in the house was brave enough. And um, <laughs> <laughs> at one point, I can't even remember. I can't even remember. I can't even remember what Jared Butler was fucking doing. But he was. Oh, it was when he was going into the Virgin Megastore, and all the girls were like swooning over him. And oh, I was, oh, yeah. I was fucking cackling and she's like what's yeah. so funny I was like I guarantee you right now right David is watching this and he fucking hates me <laughs> the, the virgin bit the virgin bit was, was the, the funniest funny... oh brilliant but the funniest bit is like the virgin product placement had so much potential and they just fucking no it's just virgin there you go we'll just leave it in the background don't worry about no, it honestly it was better as a boring implied joke but like after yeah. the second time I seen it, I just get mad because I remembered Richard Branson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fucking let let's let's do this. So, um, the 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 film starts in London with the uh, what, what no no it doesn't no, like it doesn't. It starts, no, it on, starts a on a boat. On a boat. It starts on yeah. the last so voyage of uh, Demeter. It starts. Yeah. It starts literally so, as the as the as the Bram Stoker book does with the with the boat. Yep, fair enough. Um, one difference though is that there's strange symbols written on the sails. We'll we'll come back to that much later. And Don't also, the soundtrack is, is like very dead. Yeah, and the soundtrack mm. is like peak Lawrence of Arabia for some fucking reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so this, you is know the, it's old. this is the opposite of a desert. Like, do you know what I mean? But it's like, no, we're gonna we we, we looked through we looked through the fucking the stock the stock music archive and we found one labeled pyramids.mp3. We'll just go with that. <laughs> and a boat is the opposite of a pyramid, I would say. Well, we get that for the credits, um, which are in the most two thousand trying to be a vampire font. I think yeah. I've seen in some time as well. It's, like, it's pretty yeah, it's you know <laughs> the comic sans very... vampire. <laughs> It, it kind of it, it does it does feel like that. It's 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 a very particular. Just go look up the poster for it. You'll see exactly what we're talking. The about. Comic Sans vampire is uh, Colin Robinson from What We Do in the Shadows. 
<laughs> so we get our first scene, which is set in London, in what at first glance looks like some kind of stately home, essentially, except it's in you know, mid-city. Um, and you, you you find out it's like appears to be an art dealer's home. It starts coming through, but very quickly you establish that no, it's the home of Matthew Van Helsing. Subtlety. Yeah. Um, who owns an antique shop built over the site of Carfax Abbey in London. Um, it's 2000, if you couldn't tell from the title. And, uh, or 2001, if you're in Italy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and... He's talking. He's talking to a young, a young Johnny Lee. Miller Johnny Lee Miller in, in his fuckboy era. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, worst it's... fucking performance I've ever seen him phone in. Actually, I was really. Oh bad. come on! He's having the time of his life. Is he? <laughs> I'm not sure. I think the only person having the time of his life is his barber, who's like, "No, no, you look good <laughs> like that. No, no, keep it." <laughs> so bad. Um, he's, he, his haircut is very implausible. Anyway. Um, so Johnny Lee Miller has found some kind of crossbow and he's, you know, sh- you know, giving it to uh, Matthew Van Helsing, who we established pretty quickly is a descendant of Abraham Van Helsing. Um, and, yeah, no, he's like, oh, uh, it's a pretty, you know, crap crossbow. It's like, you know, um, way heavier than the British equivalents at the time. And, you know. Van Helsing uh, pipes up and says, well, that's because it wasn't designed to shoot arrows. It was designed to shoot metal. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, doesn't matter. There's also like a, something written on it, which, um, you know, is mistranslated yeah. by Johnny Lee Miller as being like um, something about the crown of night. And, uh, you what know, it actually, what it actually says is point towards enemy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was but actually a, really, a, I was night... genuinely like upset at this crossbow. This is like, you know, I was like, oh, there's this big crossbow that fires silver bolts. This is surely going to be a thing. But no, it's not Chekhov's yes. crossbow. No. You just never yeah, see yeah, no, it. Anti- it's not. They anti Chekhov'd you. <laughs> yeah, they did. Chekhov's mate, one if thing. you will. They did use it for one thing because Van Helsing casually translates what's on it and corrects him and says it's actually Halo of Night. And, um, this is a plot point that will come back later in a very subtle way. Um, we then oh, find... Oh, yeah, like, so it does. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we then we discover that Johnny Lee Miller has no fucking game as this character, which is shocking, frankly, to me. Um, there's uh, Van Helsing's secretary, Selena, um, yeah. and Johnny Lee Miller tries to invite... She's, which is, she's played by her from I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm-hmm. If you want an Shit. idea of the rough sort of like time period of celebrity we're working with here, yeah. all, all your faves, all your faves from 2000 are in this film, and they all look about 12 years old. It's very disconcerting to watch in 2024. <laughs> this, this, this film, by the numbers, has a cast that should make us love it, frankly. And yet, I don't really talk about um, I fucking loved it. As <laughs> plural, it was, Jamie. It was fucking mint. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing I've ever watched. It was so bad. I, I was actually, for, for like, so the spoilers, for the first half of this, I was like, this is looking like a perfectly serviceable B-movie. I don't see what the problem is. And then it took a turn, and I was like, all oh, right, I see what the problem is. Fuck. Yeah, that's and, yeah. uh, Wait till we get there, but I'm excited to find out what the turn was that you all thought was so bad, because... Uh, we'll, we'll get there, like, we'll get there. The was... second fucking scene. In fact, actually, the, t- the turn was just about to happen for me. For me, it was a little bit longer. I was like, this could be a good B-movie. This could be fine. Uh, do you know no, what it is? But... Do you know what it is, right? We get through, like, Johnny Johnny Lee Miller's crossbow salesman thing. And then, like, you know what I mean? We get through his, like, flirting with the secretary thing. And then we get to the heist of the fucking century. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like, my and notes that was, just say point what, that. That was the point where I was like, "This is this is fucking gold." <laughs> it's gold. Just but... say, "What if a Die Hard speedrun was shit on its own merits?" <laughs> yeah. So they have, um, they have. Who is it? Who's who plays? Do we even know who it is who plays the the first criminal who's wearing the uh, the fucking B team at EastEnders? It's Omar yeah. Epps. It, no, yes, no, the one that Omar turns X. up dressed as a cop is um, Sean oh. Patrick Thomas. I recognise the name, but I, ah, that's it. Yeah, I can't think so, uh, um, where I know him from. Barbara, apparently, apparently, according to IMDb, he was in For All Mankind. Ah, right, okay. Oh, yeah, and he, oh, he's Anyways. in Cool Intentions. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah, that, I knew. I thought yeah. I knew that face. So, so criminal in cop uniform, traditional Bobby on beat with the helmet and everything. With, with says, the uh, most you know, glorious accent work, not not just yeah. from the, not just from the American guy doing a British accent to like gain entry to the place he's robbing, but from the fucking security <laughs> guard. Yeah, it's something. Um, he's like, oh, we we heard that you had a problem, a break in. He's like, no, he's uh, like, no, no he problem. says like, we heard you got a security problem, and the the the, the uh, security guard's like, no, sir. And then he goes no, like, yeah, well, you do now, and like tears the fuck out of him. And yeah, then Omar is... Epps, Omar Epps, who you'll know as like fucking um, Dr. What's it from House? What's he called? Foreman? Dr. Foreman from House yeah. comes in and casts like fucking Ice Orb at the guy. I don't know what the fuck yeah, happens. Yeah. In that, that, oh, that, fight, is, um, just, that was he walks, in, he walks in and he just fucking like extends his arm and a crystal orb flies out and like stuns the guard. I was like, holy shit, this guy's a wizard, but it never comes up again. <laughs> no. Yeah, he that's, just proves he establishes his in this movie. It's such a fucking disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so he throws a, a knockout grenade, like, smack into the guy's face and knocks out the other security guard. And then this is this part is where I was like, this is going to be interesting. Um, the door, They shut the door behind them, the two of them. They drag the guards over behind the console. Then one of them starts hacking the main desk. Yeah, and the first thing he does is he Gibson. opens the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Run he, cracks with a Z. Yes, yes. Green text on black background. Run and cracks. a wireframe layout of the, the building to show you what security systems they're disabling. But the first thing he does before cracking it is he unlocks the door to let the rest of them in? Question yeah. mark. Yeah. Why didn't they just hold the door open and let them all in after them? Because I don't that's understand. Suspicious. It was slightly <laughs> too far off screen. Yeah, that's mm. right. But, yeah. you, but also, because like, you know what I mean? He needs to run cracks. Maybe, yeah. maybe mm. unlocking that door with the cracks is like the integral. <laughs> maybe if it doesn't, the program, the script was written to unlock the door and it won't do you know work what it unless was? it's unlocked the door. No, do you know what it was? He had to make sure the door was shut so that the 150% shit music yeah. would, wouldn't like deafen everyone and alert all the people outside music, to the fact that, that someone was, was running cracks. That music was mm. fucking mint. That was the most hacker music. <laughs> the most hacker music I've ever heard. Like it was you know that you know that fucking music that plays on the you wouldn't download a car advert? It was that yeah. music Wario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, they crack open the main vault, which reveals it's the ruins no, of the they, Abbey. No, they, do, they, they don't just open the door to the main vault. They do it with, like, a fake eye and a, and a fake, like, plastic yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, oh. so, it's so good, because he's like, he's like Omar Epps has got his hand on the scanner, and it's like, like fingerprint, I accepted. And he, like, lifts his hand up and peels off a fake 
like fucking a fake Van Helsing palm that he's got stuck to him. And then it goes like fucking standby for uh, like some other, th- what's, the, what's the second thing he does? Audio. It's uh, Yeah, audio when a guy comes in with a fucking like tape recording of like fucking Matthew Van Helsing. And then like it goes standby for fucking retinal scan and he holds up a fucking eyeball and it cuts to like inside the retinal scanner and then this match, was one of the more fun shots in the match film, cuts yeah. to the vault door like it, oh, as if the, the as if the fucking like pistons on the vault door were like lines on an iris and like it's like yeah i was like that's 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 going to be the most artistic fucking moment in the entire film i was, was like i was playing control mm, yeah i can see it i can see it so they, they and then the film open... got terrible again <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, mm, there's w- w- more to follow. So we crack it open, reveal the ruins of the Abbey, and we start going down into it. Now, we'll, we'll come back to what's happening upstairs in a minute. They go down into it, and they find lots of skulls of, you know, deceased human beings, but they've got some strange fangs <laughs> on their face. <laughs> With nasty, know? pointed um, teeth, yes. Yeah, yeah just uh, <laughs> mm, foreshadowing again. And uh, they start going, what the fuck is this? All the stuff that's down here is, like, old shit. And it's none of this is particularly valuable. And one of them like breaks the skull that he was looking at and like stamps on it. And he's like really angry, etc. Yeah, Meanwhile, the secretary turns up and it's revealed yeah. that like she was in on it. You know, she's the yeah. inside man on the heist because she's like fucking and, in a relationship with Dr. Foreman. Yeah. Also, yeah. also the to, actress she, was like a little bit too famous to only be in that scene. So I'm like, I think yeah, yeah. you're going to be a bad person. Oh, that's like, yeah. that's that's this fucking film's like. Do you know what I mean? Because like, the same thing happens with like seven of nine later on. Yeah, <laughs> like look, look, uh, I have I have comments about the casting choices in this and about how how yeah. <laughs> Jerry Ryan was wasted. She's totally wasted in this film. Uh, she's one of the two. Her and Omar Epps are the only two I think are having fun all the way through. And Jerry Ryan has way more charisma, frankly. Well, we'll get we'll get to. It. I don't want to spoil it. Don't want to spoil it. So I hope she was um, wasted because it's the only way I would have enjoyed my time working on this fucking film. <laughs> I think she was stone cold sober and loving it, frankly. So, um, so yeah, they get down and they discover there is another vault door. This one is, is closed with like a big crucifix style lock. And um, I like she's that. like, listen, <laughs> that was clever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's like, listen, there must be something valuable in here. Otherwise, why would he like you know try and keep everyone out? Which is like, yeah, no, I'm I'm digging this so far. This this setup is not bad. So they um they freeze the the padlock that's on the, the crucifix, break it, then remove the crucifix. They enter to discover a sealed coffin with lots of cross designs on it. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? And they start getting really rage because it's the worst. Be- it's the worst coffin to try and trap a Dracula in forever as well because it's got like. It's got like a little fucking hole in the top where it can suck blood in from outside. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, this is this is one of my major criticisms of it, and we'll get to it in a minute. So as this is going on upstairs, Van Helsing, which turns is Christopher Plummer, by the way, right from everything. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you want to talk about people who, actually, who, who people who are better than this, <laughs> yeah. yeah, his his performance was fine. Like his 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 performance actually was better. He's than playing the film Christopher deserved, Plummer, playing Christopher Plummer, playing you know, that, yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah. an old guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. somehow doing so, Dracula's. No, did, like someone they just I got Christopher to... Plummer and they went like, "Can you just spend? Like, can we're about we're about to start recording? You've got eight hours to watch every Hammer horror Dracula film you can, <laughs> yeah. and then just do that." And he was like, <laughs> I, "Okay." Uh, he I, pronounces I appreci- it Dracula. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Actually, it's like, right. shut the okay. fuck up, man. Okay, so, actually, actually, I'm going to interject you and be really irritating. I appreciate oh, yeah. the accent. Uh, yes, I am. It's my, it's my, it's my brand at this point. It. That's the first time anyone's ever said that on this podcast. 
he uh, <laughs> just get on he, with it. Actually, oh, it's just annoying. <laughs> he actually did some Romanian accent work um, for that, and so it's not brilliant, but he yeah. made why? the effort. And he why he did it. He, yeah. he why did would it not, why would you Romanian? Why would you do but, like research and shit for this film, especially when like the fucking audio mix is done by a young Christopher Nolan? I can only assume. I, yeah, do you know what I mean? I couldn't hear what the fuck anyone was saying, but but if someone oh. closed, someone on screen closed the door three streets away, I heard that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's well, Christopher well, Plummer's so a method bad. actor, mate. That's that's what it is. He learned like the entire Klingon dictionary for like the five minutes he was in Star Trek Six. <laughs> I mean, it is but a yeah, fucking you know, mumble core of a movie. Like, is that it's where he learned? Is yeah. that where he learned to pronounce Dracula? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, he does. Um, I think. Yeah, uh, I think that's it's how it's up... said in the original Klingon. <laughs> <laughs> He's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's an attempt at doing some like setup for later when he switches accents after. I don't know. Spoilers. I don't know if I've done this nah. fucking joke before on the podcast, but like the trick to print, like the trick to speaking Klingon is just to say board game names really aggressively. It's <laughs> called <laughs> so like, Jenga, Cluedo, and so on. You know what I mean? Chicken to ride. Risk. And of course, I'm experiencing beige. Right, can we please move on? Kaplunk. Yeah, okay. So, um, so, upstairs... <laughs> so upstairs, Van Helsing turns on an, an old-timey, um, you know, uh, gramophone style. Well, is it is it a gramophone? Because it's got a, um, what do you call uh, it, vinyl are we it? Really, Are we really going to debate whether it's a gramophone oh, or a cares? fucking, a, like a, a sousaphone or whatever the fuck, like another one? <laughs> yeah. You know anyway, I mean? so he turns that on. It's a rotary opens, like, LP. A <laughs> he opens the secret compartment he pulls out some leeches which are full of heroin Dra- and then he like drains yeah. the heroin out of the leeches and shoots up yep. yeah and tosses a, tosses a leech into the fire and yeah, as he and shoots up he gets strange because of all the heroin in it <laughs> and as he as he shoots up he gets strange red irises appear in his eyes and there's signs of him doing this frequently in like strange black veins on his arm and puncture wounds Woo. Yeah. yeah anyway down in spooky. the basement down in the basement, they're like, this is bullshit. And then our, uh, our, our assistant who's in on it is like, no, no, no. He must have something valuable in here. And so like, yeah. right, okay, See, get, they, this, they get this thing this, open. They played this like maybe at one point the script was that she fucking knew about the Dracula and wanted That's to like That's what I kept thinking. It was like, surely yeah. she must know. Because it definitely felt like she was, in, she was in on it. And then like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because then the thieves have, like, this magnificent discussion where two of them are like, look, there's just skulls in here and bullshit, and let's get the fuck out of here, because obviously this whole thing is a bust. And then the other guy says, no, obviously, really rich people, If you want to protect something, you don't put it in... Why put it in a safe when you can put it in a coffin? It's like... Yeah, why put it... You know, what you do to, like, secrete your valuables is hide it in a Hammer Horror set, and then all the thieves will be like, what the fuck am I doing down here? Which, admittedly, not the worst idea I've ever heard. Mm. So they then Love go to visit to the it. bank of A twenty four. They so they, they they go to try and open the coffin. They get frustrated. They they say, "Hey, there's a seam here." They give it a push. The coffin falls off a little kind of plinth it's on. Yeah, the and guy then pushes it that. off and like falls over the thing, and a big spikes come down from the ceiling. Big thing of spikes. Yeah, they, they do. They do a hammer house. It's of some proper. It's here. some proper David Blaine shit. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, so like the entrance, suddenly the spike trap swings down to block the entrance. And kills and, another, and another expendable spike, guy. Yeah. 
yeah. then spikes come down from directly above the coffin and spear another one. And uh, both of those, I, I, I actually double-checked this, both of those are allusions to original Hammer House of Horror deaths. So that's like, okay, so I see they're having fun with that. Um, you've just, sorry, you've just said die, killed another expendable guy, but I'm just thinking how much this film could have been improved if Jason Statham was in it. Oh, fuck <laughs> yeah. I would love to see this film, but with Jason Statham as Dracula. Yes. The Dra- no, no, I got it wrong way around. No, um, I have The Dracula Keeper. No, Jason just Statham as Dracula. Statham. Mm. I don't know. Let's let's not do that. This film so like this it would film, be an improvement nonetheless. This film is Muppets Dracula 2000, and the only human actor <laughs> is Jason Statham as Dracula. No one to that. So important de- detail: as these guys die bloodily, their blood splatters on the coffin, and we see a scene of a blood being sucked into the coffin yeah. through one of the little crucifixes on its lid. And at this point, I'm going, "Dracula's just go. in there with a bendy straw." Like, yeah, <laughs> well, I, I'm sitting there going, "Here we go. This is he's been fed blood. This is how he busts out the coffin that they're struggling to get open." And as this is going down, they're also going, "Oh, we need an escape," and so they blow up a wall in the place. I'm yeah. like, "Great, so they've made an but escape." The, this the is gate, this the, is a big like fucking the big David Blaine like fucking. Uh, Houdini trap going off and killing the guy rang an alarm upstairs so Christopher Plummer gets out his oldest shittest antique flintlock and puts yeah, like but one silver stake in it which, and then which, goes down all the stairs but he does do the thing which I you know if I ever like win the lottery or you know this pay- podcast finally makes some real fucking money always want to have is presses the hidden switch and then all the things turn around and it's a big gun cabinet I just want that for myself yeah. I'm very yeah, but jealous yours would be that. full of like expensive cheeses or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How basic would that be? Like, it just looks like you know my desk, but then I press the hidden button and it's just full of cheese. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> I would like to subscribe so, to this newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to the pod and we'll get photos of it if it ever happens. Nope, so, no. um, no. At this point, you take pictures of your point, house, motherfucker. <laughs> So, as this is all going down, they blow a hole in the wall, and then they're about to leave, and Omar Epps and um, the secretary, what's, what's the Jennifer character Esposito. name, can you remember? Uh, yeah, no, Selena, that was the name of the character. Yeah. She, um, they're like, no, we've got to take the coffin, they're like, Extremely the 2000s ass name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, screw the coffin. She pulls a gun and says, no, we're taking the fucking coffin. Right? And I'm thinking, great. So while they're arguing, this is where Dracula busts out. And no, no, no not at all. Fool. They just, they just yeah, leave they just the coffin. It. He has to get to America somehow. What's he going to do? Go through fucking, go through the airport, buy a pyramid bar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking card with a peanut on for his, like, strange, like, fucking daughter or whatever the fuck she's meant. You know, it's she's a helping. strange blood so I'm, daughter. I'm getting gets ahead of the plot here, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Wait, this is soil. So, yeah. Oh, it's in the coffin, it's, I think. This is never addressed. It's in, it's in the coffin. <clears throat> I mean, this this film takes liberties with, like, the Dracula myth, as we will get to towards the finale. No, it's, um, it's absolutely a perfect retelling. <laughs> <laughs> so Van Helsing Stan makes it down Brokel's to discover... Dracula. <laughs> Van, Van Bam Stroker's Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Dracula the wee Bam Stroker. <laughs> so Van Helsing makes it down and does the oh god he's out kind of I'm too late kind of scene and mm-hmm. we we cut away so what unfolds in parallel in fact no hang on we, we get a we get a flash thing don't we with uh, Mary 
yeah. at this point. I'm Actually, sure. the, before we leave Christopher Plummer in the basement, there is a really good bit where, like, he presses the button so, like, one of the trap doors open, which has, like, impaled one of the thieves. And as the door is lifting, like, the corpse just stays on the spikes and it just looks really funny. It's Yeah, he it's, comes through and then he sort of, like, looks back at the dangling arm. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can tell he's just thinking about that's going to cost a fortune to get rid of. <laughs> so we get a, we get a cutaway. Um, there is a, a young woman named Mary is having bad dreams about totally not Dracula, and uh, we get what is possibly the worst ADR in cinema over the next scene in a bit, oh, God, where we establish yeah. she she lives with her housemate, and I don't know what happened to oh, the original recording of the fuck lines. On. Come the fuck! I'm sorry. I have never seen a more these people are lesbians film shot in my fucking I genuinely, life. Genuinely, yeah, and they I just yeah, ignored no, it from then on. No, it was, it's uh, no. I'm sorry. That that is what that was. That is absolutely what that was. And it was a disservice to the film that they didn't even think maybe there's something there. I think whoever filmed that can only envision women in that way. Possibly, but. I, I, I don't get that particular read on it um, for a few different reasons, including the way Mary's room is done up. And yeah, like, well, Mary's it would have been a more interesting is, film. Is done up like fucking, you know, an Ikea house that you go to with like mm. an Airbnb or something. What I will say, though, also- what I will say, though, is like, that's just, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it, you would you would look at that and think like, these people are lesbians, but that is just the way, like, Second rate fucking directors shot women in the like yeah. shot young women <laughs> yeah, in the two thousands. Yeah. I will also yeah. note that like one of the producers' names that came up at the uh, at the start was that fucking sex offender guy. So, oh. like, <laughs> well, everything has been answered. Yeah. <sighs> so they do. What I was going to say is they have a bunch of like uh, Catholic iconography in her room. Um, she's wearing a crucifix, and she's shown to be a practicing Catholic in the film later, so I didn't get that vibe of that's possibly yeah, famously there's never been in. any gay Catholics. That's never No, happened. not 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 <laughs> not practicing like that. They're fucking not. Um fight anyway. fight fight. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate it when um, my so dad's fight do... over the lesbians all the time. <laughs> <laughs> So we establish that she's been always, for a long time, she's been having these dreams about a tall, dark and handsome stranger and that it's like mental health problems for her and she's, you know, it freaks her out and her roommate is like, you know, trying to downplay it and saying, hey, maybe if you had a man, you wouldn't be dreaming about a man and all this kind of shit. And uh, yeah, all of this is ADR'd so poorly. It's so bad. It's really awful. And they're walking around The sound mixing somehow manages to be the biggest crime in a film with Gerald Butler in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, like I say, I had it up so loud, I could hear like fucking. Do you know what I mean? Every single fucking sound effect ever, and I still had to sit with like an antique <laughs> ear trumpet tilted towards the screen <laughs> to pick up dialogue. Mm. And as they're as they're doing the, the walk around, you discover, oh yeah, it's you know it's Mardi Gras in New Orleans um, daytime. It's like yeah, yeah, cool, awesome. There we go. We cut back, and there's there's two parallel plots. Um, which one? I think it's the the film, the the plane first, and then it's the shot oh, of back matter. at Van Helsing's like, place. The, the point is, like the fucking, the, the, they're on like the shittest cargo plane in the world. It, it's like, yeah, it's got yeah. like a fucking, it's got private je- private jet seats at the front, and then a fucking big mm-hmm. door that like seals off the creep, creepy fucking like vacuum area at the back. <laughs> and they just got the coffin in there and nothing else. 
Well, in the back you have the little machinery compartment for like put your yeah. put, like put yourself. But like, in how the is back the co- how the... is the coffin not sliding around? What did they magnetize it to the floor or something? It's just... <laughs> but yeah, the, the, weight the, of, the fucking the weight of sin holds it in place. Clearly, the the fucking there's the two guys. There's the um the fella from uh, Save the Last Dance or whatever it was we established he was in. Yeah. And um, who played the fuck? Who like disguised himself as a cop at the start? And they're fucking like their technician slash explosives expert slash the sex criminal from that seventy show uh, <laughs> is trying to get into the coffin. So they leave him to get into it, and then the most annoying thing happens again. The film does the cardinal sin of repeating itself. He uh, he cuts himself, and blood falls on the top of the coffin. And as he's too distracted by that, and, like, fucking the blood Dracula's is gone in there, like. <laughs> Through the yeah. lid, you know what I mean? Now, Now, as he's as he's sat with his back to the coffin, mist then starts floating out of the coffin. The oh, same yeah. the mist went effects in. are so good. They, so, I was yeah. like, wow, that's <laughs> really misty. Yeah, it's yeah. so misty. It's, it's really awful. No dry ice for these fucking these guys. We're doing it all with <laughs> no computer. C- CGI. Get, all the get way, me baby. the guy who did feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, here's the thing, right? From the mist pouring out, he discovers that, oh, hang on, I can move this cross bit on the top and it gets the thing well, open. No, just suddenly, you just suddenly think, oh, there's, there's mist coming out of that, I'll twist it. Famously, what you do when mist comes out of a thing, you go, I'll just twist that. I fi- this, is, this is what I mean by this film was a couple of rewrites away from being okay, because if it cut the blood being sucked in in the first like scene pointlessly and then just had him cut his his hand the blood drop on it and then it like be drained in eerily that would let him go hang on there's a gap here and then maybe that would be a better way to figure out how to open the fucking coffin perhaps this this is the point where the film becomes a horror film and that enough of the cast have reached critical mass of stupid yeah Mm -hmm. and from this point on it's only fucking hard downhill because of stupid decisions yeah. So but anyway, he, he manages he, he manages to get the coffin open, and there's like a fucking it, there's a guy in there wearing like a fucking like big medieval helmet covered in leeches, yeah. and he accidentally mm-hmm. like flicks a leech into his own eye, which is just fucking yeah. incredible. I, I I was like, he's oh, like oh, trying oh, to scrape I, the leech off with a chisel because he's like, like oh, there's doing, still, there's like, still juice thinking. in this guy, and he's like flicking the leech <laughs> yeah. off so he can get some of the juice. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was just, I was just like, oh wait, we're do- we're doing Baldur's Gate three. They're just they're worshiping the absolute in this coffin. <laughs> Ned, but yeah, he flicks the leech into the into his own eye, and then like try like you know has a big scene of trying to pull the leech out of his eye, off his eyelid, like it's fucking, do you know what I mean? And it's, it's totally done fucking as, pointless scene. It's done as like super dramatic, like oh no, he's got a leech on his eyelid, and I'm like, okay, is that is that fatal? Is it? Do you know? Like, <laughs> and then he gets the leech off and he steps on it. And then he's like fucking around in the coffin. He takes like a big crucifix out of like Dracula's hands. And then um, like Dracula fucking wakes up. Like the, yeah. the guy looks away or something and Dracula like fucking the, 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 the front of the big helmet, like the big helmet he's wearing like swings open and he like fucking. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that was good. Like, Why is he wearing, he's obviously wearing that helmet as like some sort of, because all of this has been set up as a defence with the big spikes yeah, that fell it was, and there was, it was a spike like, on the it, door it, and then there was the metal coffin with a cross on yeah. it. It's obviously made of silver and then he was like shackled within it. And then the last line of fucking defence is a helmet that covers his face and it's the the one thing that Dracula has to do is think about it, and it opens like a yeah. fucking door revealing a prize. Yeah, because when there's later on, like when the other guy comes in looking for his his mate who's vanished on board a plane with like one compartment, 
Like he see, he notices there's a fucking there's a collar on a chain hanging out of the cha- out of the coffin. Yeah, and it's like okay, but how did the lid shut with that hanging out for one thing? But the whole thing felt like some sort of like fetish fan fiction, like you know what I mean? So like fucking there was a there's Fifty a Shades of here. Dracula, Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grave. There you go, got it. Hey, like it, like it. There's a, there's a couple of things here. Like I can't say it for certain, but I think the helmet was the art team making a reference to a piece of vampire art. What? Um, Why I do you seriously think that? do? Why? Because I think I recognise it. Why do like, you really? look like that? It looks like the fucking and then, the, the helmet the main character in Quake Three Arena wears. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the uh, maybe the maybe the nail is... gun they have later was a reference. Yeah. <laughs> so later, when the uh, you know the the guy comes looking for him, he's missing. He goes into the back part of the plane, and there's chains hanging, him and the helmet drops down. Um, yeah, because it's important you an... keep the chains at the back of the plane. They won't, yeah. make, they won't make the fucking the rudder work yeah, probably. For, for, for takeoff and landing, you just a... have to stow away your chains and helmets. <laughs> Yeah, so here's the thing. I think that's also an inexplicable reference. I think that's an inexplicable reference to Alien, of all fucking things. So, yeah, I think you're I don't giving know. this movie like... like a lot of credit that, frankly, it does no, not. No, I, I, I don't think I don't think this was a director's vision. I think this is like the the fucking scene crew, etc. Got what? ideas and talked the director into it. Is my kind of read on it. So why? You know, I don't know. Maybe they just wanted to have fun with it. No, like, why do you whatever. think that? <laughs> Because it matches some of the like way that the scene in um, Aliens is filmed in the bit with all the chains coming down, including the helmet drop. Like I was fucking like I'm I'm saying, hey, this looks like is nothing more complicated than that. Oh no! Now my other dads are fighting over the vampires. <laughs> I think I, I I don't think that's without merit, but I don't think it's going to be like some sort of like oh here this will be a clever reference. I think this is more of. Guy who's only seen Die Hard, The Matrix, and Aliens has to make a vampire film. No, actually, I, I, I only... this was this was his second film. Before this, he directed The Prophecy Three: Call On <laughs> The Ascent, starring oh, wow. Christopher Walken. I've seen that. Oh, wow. It's so bad. <laughs> I think I've seen the pro- is the is the prophecy like the first one? Is that the one with Eric Stoltz where he's like fucking? I think so. They're it's talking been about in the desert, and there's something about fallen angels or something. I think so. It's I been, think I watched that in the nineties. I didn't know is they'd that, made three of the fucking things. I switched that, off the third the, one because it was one garbage. Is that the one with Paul Bettany as like an angel with Uzis, or am I thinking no, of something no, else that's, again? No, no, that's, that's something no. more recent. Is that Constantine? No, that was no. No, no I know anyway, the one Rob's talking. Hey, I know the one Rob's talking about, but I can't think what it's called. But for, like fun, fun fact though, Paul Bettany was in. Had we watched it, Paul Bettany is in. Yeah, uh, Linda Laplante's Killer Net. Yeah. But anyway, back to Linda LaPlante's killer fucking Dracula. Yeah, so the, the guy comes through. He's like, oh, no sign of Dracula here. Then Dracula drops down upside down from the ceiling and grabs him and drains him. And uh, as he's doing this, he's getting less corpse-like. We then have the t- we cut to Omar Epps and um, What's-Her-Face through in the, the front. They're like, what was that noise? Yeah. Dracula kicks the fucking door in. And as he walks forward, he's like de-aging and they're getting the budget out of the CGI, like having fun with it. Um, he does the, hey, I am Dracula, I'm very sexy, and, like, compels the woman to come over and be, like, yeah, you know, um, drained by him. He, he, he's, he does yeah. the mystery <laughs> he's, the, he's the mentalist of pickup artists, basically. Yeah. Um, so he, he starts biting her heart. Omar Epps, like, freaks the fuck out, as you would do, grabs a gun, shoots Dracula. Dracula, like, is bleeding from the bullet holes, but reaches down and just pulls out the bullets and, like... 
you know, there's a no, lot. So like, like the bullets have like it's weird because he's bleeding, but also like that effect when he pulls the bullet off, it looks like it just stuck to him. Pancakes, yeah. I uh, almost like there's a anyway though. Face, Linda the plants, like having just googled like uh, having just googled Jared <laughs> Butler's stance on Scottish independence. Linda the plants killing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> I swear to God, would you please stop still... wasting episode titles? <laughs> we are we are forty minutes in, forty five minutes in, and we've done uh, about ten minutes yeah. of the film. This is fucking this is gold. Yeah, so I'm gonna try and drag us through. So uh, episode two fifty, it'll be two hundred and fifty minutes. Um, what what the, the the thing is though? Well, honestly, I thought like he was going to say like wrong metal or make a reference to it just being lead or whatever. But no, did he even um, see anything? No, no he, he just, just, just kind of whispers. He just whispers the whole fucking time. <laughs> yeah, and, no, I, uh, I, I like, don't think he had a line until like his fourth scene or something. Yeah, yeah no, he was, yeah. he was like he was incredibly mute for a lot of the film, and then when he the first time he did speak, I didn't hear him because I was breathing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's so bad. Having to, do, like, fucking, having to do like Zen meditations to lower my heart rate so I can pick up his fucking dialogue. Do you know what I mean? Gerald like, Bottle should be seated and not held. <laughs> what's uh what's great is Omar Epps is like hamming it up and he's trying his you know, he's doing his level best to chew the scenery and he's doing the whole you can't be real, this can't be hat, all this kind of shit. He shoots a hole in the side of a plane, it starts depressurizing, a beam of sunlight comes through from the hole, and Dracula stops rather than walk through the sunlight. And there's a glimmer of a cool idea in there for a minute. Yeah, it's like if you just plane... shoot more holes in the plane, then the then Dracula can't get at you. Yeah, yeah there's, there's actually, like, there's a cool idea. Like, if you shot a few holes, the I sunlight mean, holds the thing, him like, back. Like, you know. This film suggests that in the hundred or so years he was alive by drinking leech juice. Like, you know what I mean? Trying to figure out a way to fucking, like, kill, like, Dracula forever. Van Helsing, never occurred to Van Helsing to just leave him in the garden. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, even if he can't be killed by sunlight, still use sunlight to keep him in prison, certainly. But yeah, no, I mean, just use, your, use, your vast, use your vast wealth that you've accumulated by being alive for a hundred years to, like, mm. you know what I mean? Get, like, fucking someone to fire him into a rocket and then he space his <laughs> problem. Yeah, just put him in polar orbit. You're sorted. Yeah. That'd be the Dracula yeah. 2001. I'd really like to see Jimmy, mm. frankly. Um, but Dracula yeah, no, must so... go to Europa to escape the sun. Mm. <laughs> so the plane flies into clouds, the sun disappears, uh, Dracula supposedly it appears just to fly mert- into clouds. Dracula summons Dracula a fucking unnatural, cloud. unholy storm, yeah. Did he? Yeah. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't catch yeah, that. Because he's in the sunlight. And, like, my so my Epsis, How did you not? Look- Oh, my Epps is looking all smug about it. Aha, I've figured out how to fucking keep this guy at bay. And then, like, fucking Dracula just, like, looks all fucking, like, tense. And then there's, like, red clouds billowing in from nowhere. That yeah, weren't there it's in like the fucking Ghostbusters shots. shit. Yeah. yeah. Right, Zool well, has arrived I'd... to pull Gerald yeah. Butler out of the fucking fire. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> Dracula he, he does geoengineering. We... <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> yeah. What That's I, what I to want to know, to though, is why Omar Epps didn't use his ice magic. To try and defend himself yeah. against Dracula. Why did he cast orb? Did he only have a screw yeah. that one time? <laughs> Didn't long well, rest. Oh, that's it. Yeah, they got straight on the fucking plane. Yeah. So they must be a bard if he's only got one fucking spell slot. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So we they cut didn't away. Pay enough and water, the... Davian cheese. 
the, the pilot the pilot is the last one seen alive we cut away meanwhile van helsing has got his uh, apprentice being played by johnny lee miller whose name is simon um they're, they're having a, van helsing is tooling the fuck up in the uh you know room with the fake you know the hidden cheese wall um and he's explaining to johnny lee miller that you know um he's he's got to go somewhere no don't call the police listen some of my some of my collection was uh shall yeah, we say um stolen yeah so don't call the police i'm just going and he takes his passport and johnny lee miller sees this and <laughs> my, he, he you cannot resolves. explain my vintage heroin leeches to the cops it's too impossible <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so um so van helsing goes to try and figure out where the hell what Dr- i love Dracula's about this gone. is what I love about this is when he arrives at the airport and immediately sees like a, an important thing on the news that'll guide him where he's got to go in the airport. Johnny Lee Miller's like oh. stood like twenty feet behind him, and Johnny Lee Miller later explains this as like, "Well, I saw you take your passport, and I still know a guy at Heathrow Customs, so he helped us." And it's like, "What did he teleport you there? Because like you were literally <laughs> yeah. clearly got off the same fucking plane as him." Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like the guy who works in also- customs, did he ship you his fucking freight? <laughs> <laughs> It's also like well, I you think have this to trust is, but... Johnny Lee Miller in the soil of the place of his birth. <laughs> I, I, I figured out that Van Helsing knew where to go because he figured out where Dracula would be going because of what Dracula is interested in, um, mm-hmm. and then narrowed it down a little bit from the the news story. But it's it's clunky yeah. storytelling. And what get what um, Dracula no, story, is how, how we... Johnny Lee Miller got there at the same time? Do you know what I mean? If it's like if he if he's guy at Heathrow told him where like Van Helsing went and then he followed him, why is he in the airport at the exact maybe, same fucking Jamie, time? Maybe he just like rattled to the tarback, jumped into a plane, pointed to, <laughs> to Christopher Plum's plane and said, "Follow that, <laughs> follow <plane."> that plane." <laughs> it was it was before nine eleven, so things were much less strict back then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so the actual news report they're seeing is the cargo plane has crashed in a Louisiana swamp and they show, um, you know, the pilot was lashed to the wheel using cabling and it's like, oh, I see it's a callback. Nice. Cool. And uh, yeah, so, you know, Van Helsing goes off for reasons to like uh, investigate things. He's like, you know, goes to track down where the bodies from the plane have been taken to and Johnny goes after him. Have we, have we skipped the scene where uh, where Dracula is like casually sniffing Mary? Like just like uh, some real pickup artist shit. Okay? I think that's now actually Rob. Uh, we cut to Mary, and Mary's having like visions of Dracula. Well, no, she has a bunch of visions when media sponsorship. Yeah, when when Dracula's on the plane and he's like fucking eating people, she has visions. Oh, is of it, it during that? She, yeah, because she, okay, okay. she sees him like she she sees him. The doorway in her room leads to the fucking cargo room on the plane, and he's like standing there. Yeah, but he does some sniffing so get, at some point. Like he's just like yeah, he's sort he of comes like, through. Yeah. And he's having like little, fucking, he's like little little sniffles. Yeah. So anyway, she's like, "Oh, my visions are getting worse. I need help." And she goes, "Sorry, I remember now." In this scene, now she goes to talk to a priest who yeah. is her Nathan friend. Fillion. Yeah. Yeah, like the <laughs> fuck. Twelve-year-old <laughs> Nathan Fillion. Well, yeah, it's yeah. very something, and he's he's very bad. Um. And she's like, listen, my mum t- must have told you some stuff before she passed. And he's like, that's under seal of confession. And she's like, no, but you can tell me not as a priest, but as my friend, because that's totally how that works. Yeah, because we and went he, to school together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think this is the last time that character appears how? in the film, doesn't no, he? No, 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 he comes, no, comes back, a, whole back bunch. a bunch of times. But, but like, um, I... turns into Dracula at one point. But like, yeah, how did she, how did she go to school with him? 
Because it like it established later on that like you know what I mean like she, she has she's school. only come on she's only not seen a dad for like the last twelve years or something because yeah her man found out, like, you know it's very yeah. strange yeah. went to Scotland and then went to New Orleans as you do no Scotland and then Canada and then New Orleans so oh, presumably I do so like apologize to the you know presumably he went he went to like fucking he went to school in London for some reason with her and then like fucking went to New Orleans and okay that... so reverse engineering and that explains this. his accent yeah, yeah. <laughs> reverse, en- reverse engineering this they could have moved to be where the priest is because he's one of the few who knows about like what she's running from and they've clearly got the faith thing trying to protect like Mary and stuff so there's like a better film could write around that but this Tell film doesn't know it is the Pope yeah, we didn't watch a better film, though. Mm. Do you reckon so, the Pope knows? A better film wasn't available in Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> so we now get to, like, the bit where I'm like, hell yeah, here we go. Um, a news reporter is doing, uh, you know, a report from outside the, the scene of where the, the plane crashed. Yeah. And it's Jerry Ryan. And mm-hmm. she's, like, talking to camera. Oh. And the sun's going down. And, right, I'm just going to say it right now. Uh, Jerry Ryan is really great in this, and I'm very disappointed that we don't get Jerry Ryan in a better vampire film, frankly, Um, because she's clearly having fun. She's clearly enjoying her role in this film, and she's wasted. She should have been the lead thing we'll get to in a minute. Um, So Dracula pops up out of the swamp, and it's actually kind of interestingly shot because it shows you through the camera as she's given the report and then suddenly she goes stiff and like a cut appears on her neck and you're like what the hell is that and then the guy looks out the camera and we now see dracula standing next to her dracula doesn't show up in a camera much like a reflection well, well no nice. because it steals your soul yeah. yeah so um so dracula drops her and goes to the cameraman the camera is filming the cameraman where it falls on the ground she runs into the van and closes herself in but then can see on the monitor and then this is one of the few bits in the film that's like really kind of cool and creative and interesting she's looking at the monitor but still rolling the camera and seeing the guy being like hoisted up in the air by nothing and like murdered and it's like that's cool and then she sees the body being thrown and then it thumps against the uh, van and then dracula tears it open and puts the moves on her and negs her into taking his hand yeah i mean uh, i I said like i said like there's literally no way she doesn't come back as like dracula's like fucking goth goth gs later in the film yeah comes back as one of the three brides of dracula and she's clearly having a whale of a time doing it and she's so much better than the other two frankly at it she really enjoys delivering her lines she's like dead into it and then they just like they bin her off in a really ridiculous fashion frankly so um she so gets stabbed with a wooden go- stake how is in a, Dra- in a dracula film how is that ridiculous it's just, presumably it's, it's, like, it's easier to be away. filmed as um i expressly want you to be looking at these tits without rick berman about <laughs> oh god because <laughs> that that's a whole fucking thing in that scene yeah that's right yeah she's asked she's asking the cameraman are you getting the fucking can you can you see the plane can you see the fucking like sunset can you see the tits or something yeah like yeah that? It's it's kind of I think the way it's kind of thrown together is quite well. She's clearly like in the role, and to answer your question, Jamie, the way she gets killed off, it's like almost disposable and unnecessary as it leads into like the final confrontation. I'm just like, oh, we need to kill this one off now. And I just wish like if it'd been one of the other two, it would have been frankly better because they can't act for shit compared to her. Like they were so bad, um, including oh, no, the, the last most fucking one excruciating to get scene. Is, like, is by far the worst. Like, mm. so um. 
So yeah, so we, we cut from that to Van Helsing going into the, what is it, school or something that they're using as a morgue? Town hall. For, yeah. Town hall, yeah. That they're using as like a, a morgue for the, the bodies they've recovered and the coffin. And so he goes in tooled up and he's like ready to, to kill Dracula, opens the coffin, no sign of him. At this point, Johnny Lee Miller shows up and does his, I followed you, I got a friend in customs nonsense. And um, is that, that's is that not, when... Is that not... Um... Does Van Helsen not like fucking shoot the the prick from that seventy show first? No, because what happens first is one of they open one of the bags and the um the first woman to get attacked by Dracula, um, the uh, assistant Van Helsing's like secretary is on the ground and he's like going to stake her and Johnny Lee Miller's like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, she's dead. Then she moves and Van Helsing goes to like put her down, but Johnny Lee Miller kinda of interferes no, no, and she just already, does he's already shot the guy from, from that seventy show. I'm sure that happens yeah, right yeah. after no, he she vanishes up on he the shoots, upper. He shoots him and like he just like fucking slumps against the stage because I remember saying like, oh, we're not, uh, either, we're not oh, getting, right, either we're not getting cool like Dracula's explode effects like in Blade or he, he missed the heart. But then mm. like he, he goes to stab her. Johnny Lee Miller like fucking stops him. She gets up and like disappears into the fucking attic. He gives Johnny Lee Miller the nail gun from Quake and says like fucking you know what I mean <laughs> like kill anything that moves and then like he goes after her and Johnny Lee Miller looks around and the corpse has disappeared from next to the fucking yeah, stage yeah no that is right that is right okay and so we have our our first action scene where Johnny Lee Miller learns that vampires are real actually um it's actually really boring. It's Johnny it's Lee Miller co- learns about capitalism in this scene. It, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not really boring. Like he fucking he, gar- he grabs a crucifix when Omar Epps is about to bite him, and Omar Epps goes like, "Sorry, sport. I'm an atheist." And Johnny Lee Miller pops a big <laughs> yeah. knife out of the fucking bottom yeah, of the crucifix. And goes, God loves you anyway, and stabs him in the <laughs> eye. It's great. Yeah, he does. <laughs> the problem with the film is that. It does things like that, but not consistently. See, yeah. if it did that every single time, it would have been fucking great. But they yeah. keep letting down. Yeah, it's like I said, it's right on it's the border. So, of being it's so it's sh- so good because like half of it is like just fucking. Do you know what I mean? Like half of it is like Evil Dead Two, like that, and then mm-hmm. the other half is what if we made a serious point about the Dracula mythology? It's like. Yeah. it's like it's really it's you know you've got good b movies which are like you know they're, they're kind of naff but they're good on their own merits then you've got films which are so bad that we wrap around to being hilarious and fun again then there's that fucking void in between and this is right on that like void of dreck versus b movie line and it's just it's so disappointing it's so disappointing i'm gonna fight you for saying b movies are naff by the way b movies are fucking excellent so anyway <laughs> the um we, we oh, end no, up my vampire with... dads are fighting again <laughs> when did we become vampires like this is first we're arguing about lesbians then we're arguing about vampires now we are vampires rob yeah. keep mythology straight it's plot anyway there's lore yeah there's someone lore. update someone update the podcast someone wiki. someone update the bible stat <laughs> <laughs> which i hear can be used as a weapon but we'll get to that later um so anyway, so uh, the, the scene ends with basically um, the secretary is like staked in the shoulder with one of his the silver kind of stakes against a, a column. Van Helsing gives a big fuck off knife blade thing to a Sickle, I think, to no, no, Johnny he, Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller I, pulls it out of the, because it comes out, out of, of the, the back of the, 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 nail gun. the repeater yeah, there we go. nail gun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, and basically says, look, t- Van Helsing says, take her head off. Um, you know, we don't have time. 
And then as Johnny Miller's got her, um, there's the sound of sirens and she's like, well, go ahead, take my head off. I think you'll have some explaining to do. And he just leaves her and yeah. she's found by the cops. They just give it big lead, legs. Yeah. Which uh, which ultimately will lead into one of the worst fucking scenes of the film, but we'll we'll get to it in a minute. Um, so yeah, I can't fucking remember. Wait, is there a scene with Mary at this point again? Does she have the like, Probably. I'm in Virgin Media and I start... Is this a bit it's where she's so in difficult the to pay attention to any of her fucking scenes because yeah, so every bad. single one of them was exactly the same. Yeah, I think she's in Virgin Media, which is where she works for a job, and um, she like has visions of Dracula and decides she's going to leave early. Is what happens here. Um, meanwhile, I think the other bit we get here. No, it's after. It's after. Um, so the, the next scene after that little interregnum with, with Mary is Van Helsing is explaining to Johnny Lee Merler that, spoilers, Van Helsing is the, the real original Van Helsing who captured Dracula and couldn't figure out how to kill him and has kept him locked in his basement and using the leeches to steal his blood to then inject himself to gain immortality. Yeah, that, no, he so specifically he basically... says, I filter Dracula's blood through a leech, which that's some yeah. fucking... That's <laughs> Also, I really like the idea that, <laughs> that, that Dracula is your blood boy i think that's just excellent it's because <laughs> they have they have the flashback to how he captured him which is which is yeah. another cool shot dracula's walking down an alley and he sees like fucking van helsen step out in front of him but it turns out it's actually a mirror and dracula can't tell it's a mirror because he doesn't have a reflection you see yeah and then, it, and then they, they drop like they, they, they drop like gates or like portcullises around him and stab him with loads of like sticks but one of the guys one of the guys that like one of the, the fucking like pikemen is too enthusiastic and stabs right through dracula through the portcullis and into van helsen and that's how van is, helsen becomes yeah. tainted with dracula blood which is so, why he's, why his daughter is also tainted with dracula blood she's the first person with dracula blood to be born that way rather than either bitten or like fucking do you know what i mean the thing we'll reveal later. Because the <laughs> origin of Dracula is is just fucking 10 out of 10. Would watch again. Oh. <laughs> oh, so, so yeah, so that, that, that flashback sequence is actually not too badly put together. Um, you know, trust, it shows you you should always trust Acme when you're dealing with Draculas. And then, yeah, so he reveals this all. John Lee Miller is like, what the fuck can't be possible, etc., etc. We get all, we get it all. It's cliched, it's hackneyed, it's bad. Um, we then cut to what I think, wait for wait, is the worst scene in the film, which is the police station, where they have... Um, oh, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, they've got the secretary... Um, like fucking in Solero the, or whatever she was called, yeah. So, yeah, they've, they've got her in, like, a, a interview room with no, like, tables or anything in it. It's almost like it's kind of semi-padded wall, but not really. She's mm. wearing what may be a hospital gown, but not really... And um, the, there's a doctor and a detective on the other side yeah. of the mirrored glass. Detective Detective Esteban Sorrento Gillis from the Expanse. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, she, she they, they start having this dialogue, and she just starts fucking like doing Michael Jackson bits and just kind of moonwalking yeah, and just the fucking hitman back. It's, it's great, like yeah. you know what I mean. And yeah. uh, and then starts sexually coming onto him, but it's the worst fucking delivery of like it's a bad script and it's terrible delivery. It's it's really awful. And she's like trying to like seduce the detective and well, talking about the thing is, though, who, doesn't, who doesn't find who doesn't find a woman like fucking leaning at a weird angle to be erotic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she looks like a fucking she looks like a weeble. Do you know what I mean? Like she just sort of like tilting over, but she always goes back to vertical again. Yeah, she leans. Uh, she leans against the far wall. 
fall down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then, Dra- then Dracula the- turns up and scolds the fucking scolds the future Secretary General of the United Nations for not feeding her properly, and throws him <laughs> through the window. Like, or she pulls him through the window. See, I was I was rewatching uh, I was watching The Craft the other day, which I think is '96, which is an incredible movie and a lot of fun. And then they also do like the weird shit of like you know, sort of sort of standing on your tiptoes with like weird angles and stuff. It's like they could pull pull that shit off in The Craft. Why could you simply not do the same? Because they yeah. don't show you a feet. Oh, they yeah. don't. It's it's it's, like, it's really do you bad. Know what I mean, it could just Michael be like Jackson a guy who's unavailable. The, yeah, there could just be a guy lying down there, like like holding her upright with one yeah. arm. You think it's normal, but it's just a guy in there. <laughs> yeah, they do have a. They, they, one they, they, they don't even they don't even go to the trouble of like a trick shot to make it look like she's doing. She's just leaning forward at a weird angle, and you can't see her like fucking from the waist down. So you just have to yeah, assume it's... there's a guy at the it's other all... side pushing the vampires out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There is a good bit, though, which is Dracula goes to murder the doctor. The doctor starts screaming. Dracula shushes him and says something along the lines of, what is it? Um, yeah, die dignity. with dignity or something. Dignity, yeah, he says, doctor. die with dignity, doctor. And the doctor just goes, yee! It's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's that interminable scene. We then have a, a little fun scene, which is Dracula walking through Mardi Gras and, like, checking out, like, just yeah. the scenes of modern and- life. And someone drops something on the floor and he flashes back to, like, old coins dropping on the floor. And I immediately knew where they were going with this fucking yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yep, yeah, absolutely, 100%. There's also a bit of stuff See, I thought on the briefly, because there's, like there's, like, also, like, a, um, a vampire myth that, like, if you drop coins on the floor, they have to, like, they stay to there and count them, yeah. them until it's done. So it's, I thought it was well, that if, for a if moment. You, if you drop anything, nah. like like, anything on the floor, they have to count it or something. It was originally it was originally green. It was green. They had to count. Ah, okay. Um, so no, there's also there's also a bit where he's watching. Like, who is it who's performing? What band is it that's performing the rock on? The, oh, that's the, a the monster magnet on the side is of it? the Virgin Megastore. Yeah, it's monster magnet. Yeah, and he looks at it and he says something. I don't like know the song, but I would recognize that fucking guy from Monster Magnet anywhere. <laughs> sure, but he looks up and he says something. I think it says magnificent, and just kind of walks off. And it's like, okay, cool. So Dracula likes the modern godless society. We get it. Um, he's just and he he's makes just a way... fan of acid rock. Yeah, and he makes his way Who to is? the Virgin Megastore. <laughs> Taylor Swift, which is full. <laughs> Dracula being into Taylor Swift is a very different vibe. No, Man. Taylor Swift is not. I mean, anyone, who, who isn't in, who isn't into acid rock? You find me a better use for the electric piano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one hour and seven minutes in, um, he heads to the uh, Virgin store, which is full of lovely young women who all immediately all start eye fucking in the second just, he walks in. It, not just the women; it's also the men. Like everybody, just like. Just yeah. get, gets wet for 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 Gerard Butler. Not me though. I'm built different. Uh, yeah, and he <laughs> recognizes. Like, yeah, this was recognize- this was the scene where I was like, "No, David's mad at me." I just knew. <laughs> <laughs> he recognizes Mary's roommate because she interrupted the vision before, and apparently that like Dracula see her, and so mm-hmm. he does the ah hello um, and puts That's the actually, necks on her. Actually, that bit where like he can see the stuff that Mary can see when they when they're both like looking at each other through time and space, that was so weird because he does like 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 I fucking said earlier, he does look like Kylo Ren. So that was like it was weird that he was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Did the fucking the, like cross space communication thing in return in uh, Last Jedi come from this film? 
<laughs> do you think? Do you think? If, like, you, know, if Ryan, you if you have access to Ryan Johnson, find out. And yeah. Write in. Do you think? Do you think Ryan Johnson looked at this and thought I can do it better? Like, be fun. I mean, I looked at this and thought I could do this better. Hmm. Well, we just need to cons- conclusively prove that Ryan Johnson has seen this and we can establish he's a plagiarist. Awesome. Um, oh, it's fine. Actually, yeah, so- that, that also happened in. Um, I'm pretty sure this what happened in this was much closer to what happened in the ninth film, so we can easily accuse J.J. Abrams of it. Ah. <laughs> so the uh, Dracula goes back with Mary's roommate, housemate, possible lesbian lover, if you believe these two, to um, you know Mary's house. Um, they establish that Mary lives on the ground floor. Um, her you know housemate lives on the upper floor, supposedly. And she, he's actually, this is this was a nice little touch. He's like on the threshold and she says, oh, she's not home. And he turns to leave because he can't enter a house without being invited. But she's got the hots for him, so just invites him in. And you yeah. see him sort of smile and as he turns they around. Don't estab- they don't establish that. He walks into every other building in the, in the fucking film without being invited. He doesn't then. walk into private residences, to be fair. And it's part of the established Dracula mythos. So I'm going to give him credit here. Is it but private? No, they never How bring the that fuck up? does, like, does he have third Dracula sense he's- to know when something is zoned for commercial or residential? Yeah. How does yeah. that work? This is part of the Dracula Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Stoker, like, Van, Helsing exp- Van Helsing doesn't explain this to Johnny Lee Miller, so I assume it's not true. I think he's just it's- polite. He's, he's, oh he's, my God. He's, his mother raised him well. You don't go into a house unless you're invited. Sure. Well, in case you're invited in to fuck, clearly, because that's yeah, but what like, if I to saw, do. So if I'm Dracula, I can't just go to Hot Topic, basically. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. As long as yeah. nobody lives there. Yeah. If it's at the, the Dracula said squatters' rights. I can't, I can't believe that I'm sitting here going back to Bramstone and um, Joseph Lee Fanu and saying, yeah, if it's if it's a public place, then Dra- you know Dracula yeah, can go into it. Yeah, but how does Dracula know? Does, established... does his Dracula what what is his Dracula sense telling him? Like, how does he know? Yeah. Okay, this is... it's because right, Rob. Since you fucking asked, and I'm actually getting fed up now, it's because <laughs> in the original, in asking. the fucking original mythos and in the original practice of Christian society, <laughs> Christian homes were consecrated, and thus you you know they were sanctified to God, and so they, someone had yeah, to be invited in. Evil had to be invited in, but the public buildings weren't. That's why. That's the whole reason. It's a sacred ground thing. Are you happy, Rob? Do you feel like but at I'm... an hour and ten minutes, this was a good diversion on this pod where we're not even fucking halfway through? <laughs> God damn. It was, a, it was a council house that Thatcher hadn't sold yet. <laughs> that would be another form of sanctification. Like that Doctor Who episode where they, they repel the vampires using the communist insignia. Like, yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm still not clear on the rules. He, the rules are he's a good boy and he won't come in unless you ask him. <laughs> anyway, where were so, yeah, we? He hadn't we were, been we, fed a stage we were, direction yet. That's why he yeah. got to <laughs> uh, We were at Jerry Race Wars he gets turns, his fuck on on the ceiling. He turns away oh. from her to go back down the steps and the director's there holding a big fucking sign and says, look the other way, you fucking idiot. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, she, uh, do you she... think the sex scene do you think Tommy Wiseau seen that and if so how raging was he because it's clearly what he wanted to make in the room do you think Johnny Wiseau patterned himself after Johnny Jared Butler Wiseau. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Wiseau. Wiseau I can't believe I said that I was looking wasn't, at the wasn't Wikipedia he, wasn't he like a fucking Lee, cartoon Lee network guy <laughs> was he? 
<laughs> Johnny Quest. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, I thought you were talking about Johnny Bravo. <laughs> I was, yeah. yeah. Um, it works both ways. That's, you know, yeah. golden. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, so Dracula starts fucking her. They start levitating off the bed. They start fucking on the ceiling. And he yeah. bites her during. So that's uh, bride number, what, three, three. established? Yeah. Cool. It's Jerry yeah. Ryan. What's her uh, name? Um, so, 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 so Cylindra. And then... Um, uh, her name, her name in the film, her name in the film is Lucy. Yeah. Um, but oh, the Lucy. The, act, the actress's name is Vitamin C, according to yes. IMDb. <laughs> and yes. I choose not. I choose not to look further into that. Yeah, no, it's not it would have been more unfortunate had it be Vitamin D, to be honest. But that's Lucy, so... Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Someone watched the room before this film. <laughs> Actually, shit. There's a true story. She's called Lucy because of original vampire fiction. So might actually be the way around, maybe. Hmm. Actually, anyway, she's um, named Lucy because of the Peanuts character. Yeah, she says that. <laughs> that was that was that got a genuine laugh out of me. That like, she asks him if he wants coffee, and he goes, "I I don't drink." And then he realizes that sounds like incredibly weird. He goes, "Coffee." <laughs> and she's like, she's like. Okay, well, uh, make yourself at home. Um, and she goes upstairs, and then like he just suddenly, he suddenly like. He's suddenly like right behind her. He just sort of like fucking rotates into shot. It's it's great. It's an incredible yeah, she like. Ca- bit she of calls fucking... down. I didn't. I didn't catch your name. And then he just and appears he just, behind he her. He just with... rotates into shot. Like he's just. You know what I mean? Like, and he, he just like fucking whoop into the shot. And he goes like, uh, he's like, I have so many names, but we're all much more complicated. Much more complicated than our names. And she's like, I was called. I was named after the peanuts character. <laughs> it's fucking absolutely perfect. I love it. Which then directly leads into the sex scene too, which is just spectacular. Um, yeah. So af- after this scene, we cut over to the uh, mall where uh, Johnny Lee Miller is trying to find yeah, it's, Mary because he's been f- told. Uh, is, are we, back to oh, the Virgin uh, Megastore. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mary's come back to the Merchant Megastore ahead of him and someone's like, oh, there was this guy looking for you. And and then she says, oh, where's Lucy? And she's like, I think she's went home. So she starts to leave. Johnny Lee Miller catches up with her, tries very inconvincingly to be like, you're in danger kind of thing. She walks off and then, um, you know, Omar Epps shows back up for round two and they have a fight, which has some actually, like it starts off with some pretty fun choreography. Like he starts fighting Omar Epps, like Omar Epps is a person, like a human being. And Omar Epps just fucks him up by kicking a fucking... Um, giant bin into him and rattling him off the side of a van in a very cool way like it's nicely done um, and yeah uh, long story short ends with Omar Epps being decapitated so cool awesome it's just purely, yeah, guess, it's the purely in there did... it's like hey oh, we need actually, action. Yeah, so the one thing we need to, we need to mention about this is like yeah is at the end of the thing when Omar Epps has died Johnny Lee Miller turns around and in you know in some incredible mega acting says never fuck with an antique dealer which yeah you know, <laughs> never <laughs> considered that before I think, he's, but I... <laughs> I think he says it right before he decapitates him which makes yeah, him yeah he does cooler, yeah so so yeah, so he uh, he. Meanwhile, as this has been going down, Van Helsing has caught up with his um, daughter's house. He's looking for her there, but unfortunately, Dracula's already there, and Dracula grabs him, and he's like, "Leave Mary alone! Like you know, take your revenge on me here and now." And Dracula says, "You have not begun to understand the depths of my revenge," and uh, it, it's and set up for Mary coming home. Yeah, throws him in a mirror. Mary comes home. It's got a really um, brutal fucking like overhead body slam into the mirror for a, a guy who like is 120 or whatever the fuck he's meant to be. 
Yeah, I did. I looked at that and thought that was quite well. Like, the stunts did a good job selling that, frankly. Um, anyway, Mary comes home and then her phone starts ringing and she lives on the ground floor. She goes and answers the phone and it's her housemate saying that she's with her father. And Mary's like, where are you? She's like, where do you think? And then the phone goes, you know, to, you know, dead. And she goes upstairs looking for him and finds him dead under the bed with a giant stake rammed through it to kill him. This this is um, this is such a fucking incredible setup as well because he's under the bed and yeah. like there's a fucking stake through the mattress and into him and there's blood all over the mattress and it's like is that like is did like Dracula suck all the blood up through that stake and then just like spray it everywhere? You know <laughs> well, I mean, I mean? like it's given like... that he spent like hundreds of years in his coffins with this bendy straw, it's certainly not beyond him to just like mm. <laughs> it's like nibble on the sheets for a bit. It's it's just so bizarre though, because like with all the blood on the bed and everything, it looks. Well, have they stuffed him in the mattress, and it's like no, he's under <laughs> yeah. the bed. Stuffing him in the mattress was too much work for the props department. Yeah. Also, on her way into the room, she sees in the smashed mirror, someone has written strange symbols, which we'll later find out is Aramaic, in blood, uh, saying something. And then on her, she comes, she's like, comes up from finding his body to find her roommate there, I believe it is, who's now a vampire. No, oh, no, she, like... she starts hallucinating like the infinity corridor. And then like yeah. her, her, her roommate comes after her. And then at some point, I don't know, she just like licks her face or something and then says the line, blood is better than chocolate, which is like <laughs> stellar work. Yeah. We get the we get the reveal of the three brides of Dracula, including some of the most unconvincing wall crawling I think I've ever seen yeah. since like the second Spider Man, and uh, yeah, it's it's just really bizarre, and uh, yeah, like it's it's kind of weird, and I think it's at this point that Johnny Lee Miller shows up to get her, or she runs outside. I no, think she just Dracula runs outside. Appears, Dracula, yeah, Dracula she, she appears, like, she, turns she into blinks a wolf to away. chase her. She blinks away the white the the brides of Dracula. It's, like, very bizarre. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Well, it looks they, like she's just fucking, like, magic in the matter of existence, like she's in Bewitched or something. I and think then, it's... Like, I, think it, I think the implication is they retreat because Dracula's turned up for her, essentially. Oh, she's hallucinating or something. But, yeah, Dracula yeah. turns up. Dracula turns into a fucking doggo, chases her out of the house. Oh, then, yeah, like, he does. Uh, Johnny Lee Miller nail guns, like, Dracula dog in midair, and it turns into a cloud of bats. And then so they go, they go there, to the library, don't they? Yeah, they go mm. to they go to the a world's graveyard most convenient occult library. This is this is so bad. The this is where it just pa- <laughs> this is where it passes over into just ridiculous. So she says, "Oh, there's a there's a church with a graveyard um, that no one goes to." So they go to this this like what appears to be a church with a fully like it's, you know kitted out library on occult shit that's right next to a graveyard, and this is where they do the research portion of the thing to try and figure out who Dracula is because Van Helsing has said he could never kill Dracula because he still couldn't figure out who Dracula was historically yeah, he doesn't like, know the secret he, he doesn't know why he can't kill him but he must be older than like because all the modern myths go back to like the, the 15th century warlord but he must be someone older than that and it must be in the historical record and they're looking at it and then Dracula turns up and Johnny Lee Miller scares him away with his spring-loaded incendiary Bible. He? Yeah, he does. He, <laughs> yeah, that's like, incredible. He holds up the, so let, let, let's actually do the plot beat real quick. She recognises that there's writing in the book and he's like, oh, that's the same I saw in the mirror. He's like, oh, it's apparently ancient Aramaic. No one speaks it these days. And she then translates it and he's like, do you know Aramaic? I gave like, you no, all but, the clues, Mr. Iscariot. Yeah. <laughs> she, well, we're getting to that. 
guest list. No, it is that stupid. Um, and she goes, no, I can't, but but he can. And at that point, Dracula shows up and just walks into the consecrated ground. Um, Johnny Miller snatches right, up so a Bible. So can I just specify, like, is this that a public space or is this consecrated? Is it there <laughs> no, he home? shouldn't be able to do this if it's... Con- right, it completely contradicts itself, frankly. So, um, well, you see my anyway, confusion so he, and then you get angry with me. You know, this is... I'm, I'm, I, uh, I, am, I am saying that the, the movie's use of it in this bit doesn't fit with any of the rest of the vampire. Maybe they didn't consecrate the library. Maybe they only had like they had a limited number of consecration portions or whatever the fuck you use and they like didn't do the library. They were like, no one ever fucking goes in there anyway. Like it's like it's like XCOM. You forget to build like the consecration station. Yeah. (laughs) You must you must construct more tabernacles. Anyway, um So, Johnny, yeah, Johnny, Johnny up Miller Bible. picks up a Bible and holds it up, and and fucking uh, Dracula <laughs> goes like propaganda, and like fucking uh, and like Johnny Lee Miller tells Mary to run away, so she legs it, and then Dracula's like, "You really think you're gonna fucking fight me off with a Bible?" And he just opens the Bible, and all the pages, yeah, the pages shoot out just like knives and burst into <laughs> yeah. flames. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fucking it, great. It's but like the Bible so just hates shit. that motherfucker. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, meanwhile, she's now in a New Orleans cemetery, because, of course, and this is where Dracula starts chasing around with some of the most ridiculous shots. Like, he's just leaping from the top of the, uh, you know, different um, fucking crypt Brave. to crypt, essentially, after her. And it's, it's fucking, it's dire. It's so, so bad. And Johnny Lee Miller's, meanwhile, getting his gun and trying to chase him down. Um she goes and hides in a crypt. Dracula drags her out of it. He then, like, we hear his, like, you know, bit of dialogue between them that he's been looking for her, etc. And um, just as Johnny Lee Miller catches up, Dracula fucking teleports away with her. Yeah. Um, very blatantly. So. Um, and we're now they couldn't into the afford, final act. They couldn't afford any CGI bats for that, so he just, you just fucking, you know what I mean, straight up fucking... <laughs> just warps just away. Away. Just yeah, it's, and he's gone. It's I, I honestly think they just fucking gave up writing this thing like five scenes ago at this point because it's just such dreck at this point onwards. Um, Not that it's great. So yeah, so it they ask some serious questions about Christian mythology, which I think we all <laughs> <laughs> ask some serious questions in the way that fucking Ben Shapiro does. Anyway, oh, um, I've just I've just remembered. Sorry, I just remembered this. Um, but the the bit where, the bit where he goes into the house. And she's talking about the fucking decoration of it and the way that he spits out the word Catholic, <laughs> Catholic just because yeah. he's from Paisley is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Fits the character. Method acting. Um, oh God. Paisley Dracula, can you fucking imagine? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, and that is Bam Stoker's Dracula, yeah. Dracula, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just walking across the canals in the moonlight. Just, yeah, great. Awesome. <laughs> the canals. <laughs> so, uh, we then get to Johnny Lee Miller walking through the full crowds of New Orleans. There's all the shows your tits, etc. But it's off screen, so you don't see anything. But he does see one of the Brides of Dracula, like, drinking blood from a woman in the only, like, actual proper 
like lesbian shot in the entire film. It's like, okay, great, cool, really on board with what vampire fiction is all about. Um, and the brides are, are like leading him through the crowd towards what appears to be like some kind of church place? Question mark with yeah, a giant but the, but Jesus. But this time, like, like the, 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 the brides of Dracula, like one of them is just like sort of leaning properly on the cross also at an odd angle. And it's just like, okay, so this time the cross doesn't seem to affect anybody. Just I'm just checking. Yeah, no, it's... No, the, th- yeah, the, it's, the, cross, the cross only affects Jared Butler because like, you know what I mean? He's, Except he's it doesn't. Mad. Except he's the entire climax of the film, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's so bad. Anyway. No, because um, like fucking, like, uh, you know, fucking Captain Method actor or whatever says earlier on, like, you know, the only thing that really affects him is like crosses because, but only because he hates Jesus. He gets so mad. It doesn't hurt him. It just makes him like furious. <laughs> yeah, it just gets really fragile. <laughs> yeah. So, so why is he buried with a cross is the question? Like... If it if it only makes him mad and doesn't actually stop him in any way, why does he have a fucking cross? Like just to make him mad. His, just what you know, di- what like you can't die. Just to annoy just him. Buried, angry yeah, about it. Just, Maybe yeah, just uh, fucking. Do you know what I mean? I think you're, in with, the you're in there with the leeches and the leeches nothing, and the fucking crash helmet and the fucking <laughs> collar and like you know and, and a big cross. Yeah, hang on none of that actually just, kills him. It all just makes him kind of angry. It's just that fucking Christopher Plummer had a chip in the shoulder about jesus or something and he just assumes that dracula does too yeah well um we get the the exposition on the rooftop where dracula turns mary it's into such a, vampire. it's such a it's such a quality like church as well because it's got a big fucking neon sign with a jesus painted on it that looks like it should be on a fucking like on the walter at the fair you know it's that <laughs> and, exact uh, style of painting of uh, and then and, and there's a greenhouse a rooftop greenhouse yeah yeah and uh then she has a flashback while she's being embraced um, of Judas well, Iscariot. He says, he says he'll show you. He'll show you the yeah, thing. Yeah, he'll show you the anyone. truth. Yeah, yeah. And then so he, and he, he turns her into Dracula, and she sees that he was actually Judas Iscariot. And that's why Draculas are afraid of garlic because that's what they ate at the Last Supper. <laughs> oh, it would have been better than the law we do get. No, um, we get some great law. That's why they don't like silver because he, he got like thirty pieces of silver, and they don't like the sun because yeah. he hung himself at sunset, and like they don't like fucking wood because that's what they nailed Jesus to. It all yeah. makes perfect sense. And he, and he, and he does like the cross because he read the rope. Yeah, and he does like the cross because yeah. he read that Dick Dawkins book. Or that you know. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, so she sees that he was he was hanging, and then um, you know rather than being successfully like hanged, the the rope broke and he fell, and he came back to the world as a vampire. And yeah, because God curse. doesn't want him. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> and um, this leads to set up later where he says, you know, I, I can't be killed, I can't die, and she says that's because you. I, what is it? He he doesn't want me. No, he says I can't die, and she no, he says, just he just says that like, he says like I I can't die. He doesn't want me. And she says, because you've not asked or something in or reply Have, have you on? ever asked? Yeah, and he says, yeah. like, what, forgiveness? Do you know what I mean? It's like... Anyway, so Johnny Lee Miller walks into where the Three Brides of Dracula are waiting for him, and they like the scene is they knock him out and take him to Dracula. But, but first process, he stabs seven of nine with, a, with nine, half a yeah, crucifix. Just, yeah. yeah, and just eliminates the single good bride of Dracula in this fucking that's, thing. That's it's his like, one okay. trick. It's like he, he threatens a threatens a vampire with a crucifix, and then when that doesn't work, he stabs them with it. Yeah, it's just it's disappointing. It's she was special much attack. cooler. <laughs> I, I honestly, I honestly think Jerry, you know, Jerry Ryan was having a hell of a good time doing this. She was really selling it as like. She's only in it for about four minutes, though. So 
I'm, yeah, she sells her shit maybe, out of every maybe the reason, she's in. Maybe though. the reason like everyone else seems bored is because they were in it longer. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> but I also think like so like part of part of being a vampire, part of the allure of it is meant to be fucking fun. You're meant to be having a good time, and she's the only vampire in this film that credibly gives off a vibe of I'm having a good time. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, no, I think actually part of the draw of the vampire is you can just mope forever in a castle. You know what I mean? <laughs> ah, big you don't even need to be a Dracula to do that. To be fair, I'm well ahead yeah. of that game. <laughs> but no, that's 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 what kind of like fuck. That's why he's dressed like fucking. Do you know what I mean? Like I say, he looks like he's wearing he's wearing the exact style of like fucking robe that like um, Keanu Reeves is wearing in the Matrix sequels. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just lost his <laughs> he's just lost his wizard hat, but for the rest, he's yeah. dressed to perfection. <laughs> he's just like stomping around the place like fucking. Do you know what I mean? Listening to fucking Marilyn Manson or whatever the fuck's playing in the Virgin <laughs> Megastore. <laughs> so. Um... So Mary's been turned into a vampire, and they're given, um, you know. Do you th- actually? I, actually, I've got a serious question about the, um, the 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 take this film's take on the vampire mythos. Well, Do try. you think that Jared Butler's Dracula gets a free large soda at the movies if he says he's a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the worm equivalent of the popcorn container was for this film. Oh. Fucking coffin with a crazy straw inside it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's it. <laughs> so anyway, so they uh, they they give her Johnny Lee Miller to eat, and she fakes it out by smearing some blood on his neck, pretending she to bites, bite him. She bites her own lip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You get and, like a little uh, flashback to that because like Jared Butler's like, "Do you think you could teach me about betrayal?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she runs out the greenhouse and there's another good bit of choreography where Jared Butler goes I'm a fucking vampire and just smashes through the wall of the greenhouse to to tackle her it's like yeah, the it's nice heat. it's like yeah well it's like the bits where this film's choreography are good or the vampires just like don't obey the like fucking laws of how a person should do it's because the glass on the greenhouse was frosted and so through that like through the distorted effect he thought she was like a fucking Chinese terrorist or something like that and you just like straight through that window at it so we then have the world's shittest um, vampire to vampire fight between the two of them with a lot of Michael Jackson leaning and like backflipping which People, is just like, so wait, she bad. gets thrown and then just sort of like you know she's on a wire so she just sort of like corrects her landing like ballet style it looks fucking yeah, shit yeah it's it's awful um, Johnny Lee Miller takes out the two brides of Dracula while meanwhile she uh, takes out Dracula by hanging him with a wire and yeah, Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee sun. Miller like fucking fighting um, Jennifer Esposito is great because like she's fucking kicking his ass and then he gets the garden shears and like pins her to a wall like with the garden shears around yeah, her neck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and like yeah. and she she immediately like puts on a fucking like normal human face to try and he, he just goes like better this better be good <laughs> and she starts to talk and he just cuts <laughs> her head off. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> And, well, you can, uh, he clips yeah. her head off with the garden shears, yeah, which is like the man's yeah. got some fucking brute strength that you can clip through like a spinal column. Uh, honestly, like honestly, I would, shears. I would, I would watch Johnny Lee Miller in like a fucking Evil Dead style like fucking splatterfest. Do you know what I mean? Where oh, he's, oh he's, yeah, he'd be so good at it. He'd 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 be absolutely amazing at like fucking. Do you know what I mean? At like doing that that uh, Bruce Campbell bit with with the fucking with the he spins the shotgun round and puts it in the fucking holster. And he's like groovy. 
And uh, Dracula dies by being hung, excuse me, hanged. Um, we established he's hung earlier in the film. Um, he's being hanged with a metal cable as the sun rises. Yeah. She falls off the, <laughs> the, fuck the, up the roof. Fuck up the Jesus on the roof, like she hangs yeah, him from yeah, the yeah, Jesus. Yeah, like he's hang- he's yeah. he's being like garroted while hanging from a cross. It's like the, it's yeah, with a big, with a big carnival Jesus painted on it. <laughs> <laughs> and she she falls off the roof to to get him in that position. She hits the pavement. She opens around pa- as a vampire. The pavement visibly buckles. When <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's looking down at her, um, he says, "I release you," or something. Forgetting and then, her. And he undraculas her. Yeah, he undraculas and her. She... And the, the unspoken implication is that he then like he then like looks up at the Jesus and asks him like silently asks for forgiveness. And then he dies like when the sun comes up. I know writers who use text and they're all cowards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's really My note here was just like, why did did Christopher Blubber just like, just try sun drying this asshole? Like, it's just... And uh, and then we get the sequel bait, which is like she's taken over the job of Van Helsing, keeping what the remains of Dracula locked up in case he wakes again. No, he's still there. You see them leave the, the, the antique shop together. Yeah, Johnny Van Lee Miller's Helsing. still there. Yeah. Yeah, I said Van Helsing. Yeah, Van Helsing was like fucking uh, the Nazi from um, Inside Man. Yeah, Van Helsing's the old dude. She's ta- her father. She's taken over from him. <laughs> I'm so glad. I, I'm so glad I could remember he was a Nazi in Inside Man because I, I, for, for some reason, I just could not think of the sound of music. Like, it just escaped <laughs> my brain. <completely. laughs> I mean, both Nazi related movies, to be sure. Actually, this oh. film never addresses what Van Helsing was doing during the war, so... <laughs> <laughs> where did he get that accent? <laughs> where, where did he get all that wealth? Mm. Anyway. I'm just I'm sorry, I've got the phrase, the hills were alive with the sound of butler in my head now, and I just can't fucking... Anyway, so we get sequel bait because she's like, you know, he's locked up and, you know, I'm my father's daughter. And then there's a, a flash cut of like her eyes turning vampire for a split second. And it's like, oh, has she still got some vampire in her? And then it's the, the yeah, end. Yeah, but then, like, they, then yeah. she puts in like a whole new set of contacts and then they're like almost white. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get like cut the credits Lincoln start. Park. The credits start with a little bit of like orchestral credit music like you would expect. And then it like, like almost immediately fades into Lincoln Park. Mm. Just yeah, it was great. Also, when she leaves the when when she leaves the we should watch the sequels. When she when she leaves the fucking antique workshop, she's all of a sudden wearing leather hot pants for no good reason, but just to show that she's like embraced like her Van Helsing. You know, maybe Christopher Blow also wore hot pants. Like who knows. Well, the film was a critical and commercial failure, Rob. Um, for the no two director video sequels, so maybe maybe we'll find out what she does with the pants in the sequel. Oh. Maybe they're an important plot point. Wear them, one, one assumes. Also, uh, turns out both of the sequels were written and directed by Patrick Lussier, the same guy who directed yeah, yeah. this one. And so, the um, uh, yeah, fuck canon. it, right? Okay, Dracula Two has Roy Scheider in it. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> it also yeah, has and, somebody, and the third it, one, the third one has, has Rutger uh, Hauer. The second, but but Jamie, the second one also has somebody cast as Twins of Evil, which I, I assume means good movie. 
they I'll tell you what, they don't have an article on Wikipedia, either of the sequels. It's like this was the low bar. They will go no lower. So uh yeah. Also, the poster says the most seductive evil of all time has now been unleashed in ours. Uh-huh. Gerald Butler says his opinion about race. <laughs> <laughs> The second one has Roy Scheider in. I've looked at the third one. Rutger Hauer's in it. Rutger Hauer's credited as Dracula 3. Yeah. <laughs> Dracula the third. I don't know, but like, yeah. Oh, I, I kind of want to watch this now. Like, do you know what I mean? Nope. You're on your own. <laughs> Listener, if you would like us to watch the next Dracula film, write in and... Yeah, just fucking sub through another 250 episodes, why don't you? <laughs> Yeah, that's the 500 Spectacular. We'll watch Dracula's 2 and 3. Yeah. <laughs> or any other film of your choice that has where, where the title on IMDb is immediately followed by brackets video. <laughs> filming began, holy shit, filming began on June 26, 2000, and it wrapped on September 6th. And a rough cut of the film was assembled in only six days, and the final cut of the film was expected to be delivered on the 12th of December, ten days before its theatrical release. Uh, rushed as shit by the looks of I'm it. I'm surprised it took them that long, if I'm fairly honest. The film had a 56.5% drop-off rate in its second week after it aired. Like, yeah, I can fucking see it. Um, and it failed to make back its budget. It got a total of $47 million. It cost $54 million 40, to they make. They spent $47 million on this. Well, no, I mean, they made $47 million. They spent $54 million. Yeah, but Fucking Jesus hell. Christ. I mean, to be fair, like if the quality only, just drips off every spent, scene. If they'd spent $7 million left on less on mist effects, they would have broken even. <laughs> Honestly, God, genuinely, like I don't understand they why so many got a dry ice mis- machine. The fools. Yeah, like why it looked terrible too. Like why use CGI to do mist when like we? Because this is a solved problem. Dry ice couldn't like reach up tentacle style and tap a guy on the shoulder or whatever the fuck they did. In that, <laughs> yeah, that's on the plane. True. I, I've forgotten it already. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> My brain is full on Marty McFlying this shit as we speak. <laughs> mm. Anyway, this guy, la- this guy later went on to direct Drive Angry and one, one episode of Scream call on the TV series. <laughs> oh, and one episode of The Purge. Jesus Christ. What, the series, the movies, or is, did they make that into a the TV series? show? Well? No, the series. He's not good enough for the films. Like, fucking hell. Okay. Oh, apparently, apparently, um, right, it looks like the, oh my God, right, okay. Having written under Lassia for Prophecy for the Ascent, this guy, um, Joel Sozian, I hope I'm saying his name right, was brought on board to flesh out the film. The filmmakers quickly drafted a screenplay by January 2000, um, which envisioned a smaller scale story than Weinstein had hoped for. Oh, God. Um, and their initial pitch was rejected, but ended up being recycled for Dracula 2 Ascension. Um, so, yeah... And it always confirmed they were, they did actually directly be, they were directly inspired by Hammer Horror and particularly Dracula AD 1972, which I'm pretty sure is where those impalement scenes come from, if I recall correctly. So yeah, okay. They tried to, basically they tried to crib off better notes. The fucking sex, like, creep told them no, 
and then for the sequel that was direct to video, they gave their original artistic vision. We kind of have to watch the sequel now. I'm sorry. I want to see no, what was so bad. I, I, don't, no, don't. I certainly don't want to if there's artistic vision involved. Yeah, also, we are only doing this at episode 500. I, I, I'm you know? picturing, in my mind, I'm picturing it as, as Jaws, but Roy Schneider's mad about the fucking uh, the Dracula instead of a shark. So if there's artistic vision in that, then that's going to ruin, ruin my dreams. Do you know, Jamie, um, there's a line here that describes what it is. I'm not going to say it in case we do watch it, but that's actually not a million miles away. Cool. Is it, 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 uh. Does it reveal that Judas is actually secretly a shark and always was one? Yeah. But um, also... Patrick Lucier went on to write Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Which was also a big load of shit. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I think that'll do us for yet another. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely will. Jesus Was it worth Christ. going through 250 to get this? Was it worth yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I loved every minute of it. Yeah. It, it was worth it. If by worth it you mean was it? able to accurately demonstrate the value of this podcast and our time spent on it. <laughs> oh, guys, actually, sorry, one last note. Jared no. Butler was cast as Dracula two days before filming commenced. Can you tell? <laughs> I genuinely know I couldn't. You could have told me you've been preparing for that role his entire life and I would not have fucking known. <laughs> to be fair, he has like oh, five lines know. in it. Like, he doesn't actually need to prepare. He, he, had, he had loads of lines. You just couldn't hear them. <laughs> oh my god, Nathan, Nathan Fillion was added wholesale during reshoots. Um, they were like, oh wow. no, this needs padded out and needs more exposition. Let's add Nathan Fillion in. Good god. Wow. See, Nathan Fillion, of all the people in this, Nathan Fillion's the one who most deserves better. Yeah. yeah. Nathan Fillion is fucking great. Like, I, I, I didn't enjoy this. Um, you don't so, say. Yeah. You sounded so enthused, though. No, no. Um, acting. I mean, I, I remember you, your response. Your response when I told you about the film was just, "Oh no." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's because you introduced it as he's a Gerald Butler film. Of course, I'm going to say, "Oh no." <laughs> oh, good, more vegetables. <laughs> I think this is the. I think this is the best worst Gerald Butler film we watched so far. Yeah, it's quite low on the racism. I'll, I'll have to give it that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, shall we just wrap this fucking thing up by now? Because yeah. we're just yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Um, if you've listened to two hundred and fifty <laughs> of these now, then what the fuck's wrong with you? Um, we're not responsible for whatever it is. Yeah, me- just consider subscribing, cause. doing a fucking celebratory subscription. If you're still freely loading on us after almost five years of fucking content. Oh, actually, do you know what? Do you know what my most the, the biggest disappointment for me uh, was about this film was that when I looked it up on Watch IMDb, that. Butler's credited as Conde Dracula, and I was what? like, Conde. Okay, and that never came up in the film. I, I assume it's like Romanian for fucking count or something. <laughs> it's Aramaic for. I was, ex- <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> to explain it in the film. Do you know what I mean? But it never came up, and I, I, I'm disappointed because I want to know what the fuck that was about, like. It does feel like there were, th- there were three people trying to make different fucking films out of this at the same time. It- it's great. And it's a shame that they managed to, between them, make one. Okay. I, I would love no to see the, the, one where, the one where it was like fucking just Johnny Lee Jamie. Miller killing Dracula's and fucking... They should, make, they should make a Blade film with Johnny Lee Miller in it. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would watch okay, the fuck yeah. out of that. Well, if they ever do, we'll watch it for the pod. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. goodbye. Patreon.com forward slash PraxisCast. Get more episodes there, and then you can complete the 250. Um, <laughs> yeah. Melt's available. You, you know the rest. Fuck it. It's been 250 episodes. Bye. Bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>